0: Today on What Chaos, the Kings are plummeting and turning on each other. Nathan McKinnon tucks four goals again and people are getting naked. A media star wants to do something with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Why? And the Oilers are hitting the end of rumpus time. It's What Chaos. Five stars. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And let's, you know, whatever. Let's go. It's
1: what chaos on U.S. Thursday, U.S. January 25th in the United States of America. I'm DJ Pete is here. Sean is here. Sean, what was that crazy stat you were hitting me with earlier? Three of last night's games ended in a 6-2 score. That's crazy.
0: So we start there. Uh, What? I kid. We start with the Los Angeles Chargers having a coach. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Good for you. So happy for you. You have a coach who cheats. Nice. Who runs away from his problems.
2: Born loser. Good, you think that he's a loser? I mean, the only year that he's won literally anything other than he literally won every championship. He won everything, but it just so happened to be the year that they may or may not have cheated. All I'm saying, kind of a Mickey Mouse ring,
1: yeah, but I don't know there's just like that, that that like he and Kaepernick for like five minutes, had lightning in a bottle, and for a second. Colin Kaepernick was a good quarterback, and Jim Harbaugh was, like, a great coach.
2: No, yeah, I'm partially kidding. I do like Jim Harbaugh, but I hate Michigan.
0: What if Michigan hires Bill Belichick now, a coach who's famously never cheated? That would be incredible. That would be a real rehabilitation of the program's image.
1: I don't know what happens to uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, Harbaugh goes to L.A., does Belichick go to L.A.? Because in just a moment, we're going to talk about the Kings potentially having a coaching opening or some that's sort true. of opening or a roster opening or whatever. Buddy, they've been cheeks last night. We'll quickly update the folks. They were asking if there was gravy on the JV last
0: night. Got a Bolognese, kept it clean, but I took the jersey off. Bolognese? Is, oh, you took the jersey off? Yeah. that's. What, did you just, like, drape it over the back of your chair It was very dinner?
1: tough to take it off, too, because this is a... Uh, it's not like a snug-fitting jersey, but hockey jerseys sneaky tough to get on and off. I was know, like, in a small Italian restaurant. I had to stand up, look like an asshole, but I'd look
0: like a bigger <laughs> asshole if I had gravy on the JV. Feel that's, me? That's fair. Like, I, I guess I respect the move, but it is kind of wild. It's like... That's like taking your shirt off to like go to the bathroom. I know people. There are people that like do that. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't do that, but uh, there are I hooks do on the back people. of bathroom
1: doors for a reason. You know who does that? Is that uh, Stavros guy? He <laughs> has he? to. I, I imagine. I imagine that guy takes his shirt off for everything.
0: <laughs> taking your shirt off to go to the bathroom is
1: incredible. Taking your shirt off for things that uh, you don't. I mean, really, men never need to take their
0: shirt off, and yet they always do. Look at Jason Kelsey.
1: Yeah. He's a famous guy. Uh, well, the Seth Jarvis, by the way, the Hurricanes kind of rocked the Bruins, even though it was just a 3-2 game. Mm-hmm. But the Hurricanes were so much better than the Bruins. And Seth Jarvis looked really good. It was the mom's trip for the Hurricanes. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this. Why are mom's trips always in Boston? Because Boston's a good city. Is that? But, like, Columbus did it? Yep. Mom's trips of teams with whom we've done content always occur in Boston.
0: Maybe they're just hoping to run into us. Maybe moms love us. Who's to, who's to say that uh, is true. I, I brief- do have to point out though, that last night, Spencer Martin had uh, a real deja vu game. <laughs> I was screaming that. I don't think anybody,
1: like, I think that I like broke that news to my section. I was like, this was the guy.
0: That- yeah. The blue jackets goalie who shut out the Bruins for 40 straight minutes. Uh, and then got absolutely dumped on by Brad Marchand who got a hat trick in December in their game in boston and then last night spencer martin now with the carolina hurricanes shut out the bruins for 40 straight minutes and then in the third period let up two goals to brad marsha and i was like holy shit how are we here again it
1: was amazing just classic i i pete uh, back pete blackburn voice i tweeted uh it, it takes brad marsha it always takes brad Marshall 40 minutes to realize spencer martin is the goalie then he's like oh <laughs> Easy. Shout out Spencer Martin. Uh, Kings are in a bad way. The Kings are in a very bad way. But you could just say they got Levi. They blow a three-goal lead to the Sabers last night. Devin Levi just owns that ass. And now they have lost twelve of fourteen games. Five of them in shootouts or overtime. But that just means they don't have a winning quotient. Can't seal games. And everybody's pissed there. They're the number one wild card team in the West right now, but that is not what they should be.
0: No, absolutely not. And if you point to the the, uh, the loser points, you're a loser. And I think right. Andrzej Kopitar, Kopitar said that after the game. He was just like, we're supposed to be winning games, and we're not winning games. Losing 12 out of 14 for this team for the way that they started is unacceptable. Obviously, we've talked about the Kings in, in this slide a few times. This is the first time that I've felt like Okay, there is something actually maybe wrong here, and maybe they, maybe they're not just gonna wait it out and get get out of it. Because when you lose a game, obviously the Sabers not a great team this year. Blowing a three one to lead to the Sabers never a good look, especially when you are in the middle of a slide. Especially when you are supposed to be a team seizing wins and getting back on the right track. So that in itse- in and of itself. Bad news, but nothing new. Obviously, the Kings keep losing games. The bigger problem is after the game, you really start to see shit hit the fan. Uh, Drew Doughty talked about, uh, like, our guys kind of suck right now. He had a very similar um, sort of soundbite as to Miko Rantanen earlier in the year. Or no, Devin Taves earlier in the year when Devin Taves was talking about the abs and was like, too many guys out here think that they're playing good and they are not playing good. Uh, Dowdy's actual quote was, we got guys in this room too worried about themselves and too worried about their points and not worried about the team. So that, to me, screams PLD. (laughs) You think so? PLD scored a power play goal last night, but that he has officially hit double digits in goals. He's got 10 goals, 10 assists. They're like 42 games. Obviously, PLD not having a good season with the Kings, there is a lot of eyeballs on him there are a lot of guys i'm sure that drew Doughty was talking about but pld was the first guy that jumped to mind
1: well uh sean do you have the 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 quote graphic that bleacher report put out there uh of drew Doughty saying he's yeah we got guys in this room it's it's this famous quote that's going around i saw this and i just thought damn imagine how much worse it would look sean if he was wearing that fucking silver helmet, <laughs> so at least it's not that bad. That looks so much worse. By the way, I had a full day of people saying, "Hey, you found the only two people who think that those
0: silver helmets are good." I, I was told that I was really that, deeply in the right, which I don't care about. I don't I'm care. Stunned. I, I think those helmets are unbelievable, and they don't look great on on those particular jerseys because those jerseys stink. Yeah,
2: they but do those they with, chevron ones. Oh, they yeah. do those
0: with the
1: uh, the the white ones, but. It does remind me of the Taves thing where disappointed, I don't know if you call Taves a leader, but like disappointed leader. leader Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disappointed leader. And in hockey, when you're not winning, it is a very team sport, but there's only so many straws at which which you can grasp before you're like, people aren't fucking bringing it enough. I think that's why hockey fans are always yelling, shoot and things like that because like there's only so many things that you can blame it on before you get to you're not trying hard enough your head isn't in the right place and if halfway a little over halfway through the season you got a leader and a multi-time Stanley Cup champion exasperated looking around at his teammates that is no bueno time especially when you're in a division
0: that is fucking loaded yeah and i mean the kings are in in a place right now too where i think they're kind of overthinking everything and um you know as soon as something goes wrong they get in their own heads they can then make a, a million more mistakes and you can tell todd mcclellan's definitely getting frustrated definitely getting upset um he said last night too that like the the stupidity with which The stupidity that went into that loss is beyond explainable, which tremendous quote from a guy who has acknowledged that he thinks that he is now on the hot seat, despite um, Rob Blake. Again, we talked about this yesterday. Rob Blake less than a week ago or maybe a week ago at this point said, we are not changing coaches this year. This is the guy we're going to rely on the players to figure this stuff out. We're going to rely on the system to kind of correct things. And now McClellan says that last night. And then uh, Dennis Bernstein of the fourth period asked him if his, if he thought like his job was in jeopardy. And he was like, I I think that's a totally fair question to ask. I don't blame you for asking that. I would do the same thing if I was in your position. So, and then we had a Drager tweet this morning saying uh, the Kings business as usual, dot, dot, dot for now. So it does seem like the seeds are being planted that, okay, there could be, we could be nearing the bottom here.
1: I would like to commend Todd McClellan, a coach who has been hired and fired three billion times. (laughs) It feels like he's coached every team in the league, but this is a coach who presumably is on the hot seat, getting on the hot seat on a very hot seat and speaks frankly about his team. He called them stupid last night Mm -hmm. He called them uh, really dumb. (laughs) He didn't say, Hey, we're kind of dumb. He said, we played really dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Look at another LA coach. I mentioned the Chargers before Jim Harbaugh. When Brandon Staley was on the hot seat, he was just flipping out and throwing tantrums at the media every five seconds. saying, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Okay. The guy dropped the pass because footballs are slippery. Okay. (laughs) And just making every excuse and talking down to people and really alienating himself from both the fan base and the community. If I'm a Kings fan, I'm looking at Todd McClellan the the way right... uh, I'm looking at Todd McClellan right now the way earlier in the season I as an Oilers fan was looking at Jay Woodcroft where it's like, damn, he just knows this is fucked right now. Mm -hmm. And I hope he can steer his way out of it because you don't want anyone to get fired. And I don't think Todd McClellan's a bad coach. Spoiler alert, if and when he gets fired from this job, he's going to get another one. Mm -hmm. Even as we move kind of past the era of these coaching cycles and everybody's a retread and you get a hundred jobs. Todd McClellan, I think is a good enough coach that a team that is maybe on the doorstep of making the playoffs. will say, Hey, bring him in. He'll kind of straighten it out. He's a bit of an adult. I like at least the way that he's handling it because he's not saying like, look, we're really close here. And if you look at all, like our last five losses have been within three goals of winning. Okay. So he almost won. So fuck you. He's not doing that. He's saying like, God, what are we doing?
0: Yeah. And I mean, I th- I feel like there is accountability from a lot of people within the Kings room. Uh, like I, I typically love making fun of Drew Doughty because when things go wrong for the Kings, which they did for years, he's whiny. He's very, very whiny. He's very bitchy. Mm. You can tell that like, you can tell he cares, but he, he whines. Uh, in this in this particular case, I have no problem with him saying what he said because I think that he's right. That that team is clearly not engaged all the time. They're not making uh, the appropriate plays in terms of uh, of team decisions and uh, and smart decisions for the situations that they're in. So, like, I don't have a, any problem here. It's just, and and I think that McClellan is a good coach. I just worry about him given what happened last night and there is a point that you hit where you're like, okay, this team is kind of eating itself alive. You have to do something about it. And, you know, maybe it's not the coach's fault, but you can't continue to let this fester the way that it is. And this is, this is the first time that I've kind of reached that point where I'm starting to worry about the Kings and really, really consider what happens next.
1: Two interesting things about this stretch for the Kings, their last 14 games, their two victories We're against good to really good teams. They beat the Hurricanes on the road and they beat the Rangers. So they're the Rangers have not been a a really good team recently. Yeah, fair. They're showing, though, that like they their roster is what we think it is. Obviously, Dubois is kind of a shit show, but like their roster is strong. We like them down the middle. When they need to, they can pull it out, but they kinda need to now, and their next three are on the road, including uh their next game in Colorado against an avalanche team that is uh, partying right now. Yeah. You wanna get into yeah. the avalanche
0: now? It's a it's a great, let's, let's great head segue. out west. What a professional from segue by From you. LA we
1: go out west.
0: Right. It just depends on which way you're looking at the map.
1: That is very fair. Would you know how to do that? Like if you were, I mean, I know the answer, but like if you were lost in the woods, would you be able to get like due north? No. What? No. No, you would like end up like <laughs> just like lower or something. You'd like sink into
0: the ground. I don't know. What would <laughs> do you, did, you, did you end up watching um, Leave the World Behind? No, I watched the Pine Barrens episode of The Sopranos, and that's all I need. Well, in Leave the World Behind, Ethan Hawke plays like a like a, a new age guy who loves technology, and as soon as like the grid goes down, he's like, "I am a useless baby boy. I can't do anything." And I was like, "I've never related more to a character than that guy." I've been saying that forever. When I <laughs> not to freak
1: out the audience, I forget who I was telling the story to recently, but when uh, I first signed up for a four hundred one k, and my dad was explaining it to me, I was like. Dave, the grid is so vulnerable. (laughs) I'm living to 59 and a half. Come on. And he was like, you have to have a fucking 401k. I'll kill you. And I was like, the grid goes down. I'm dead within an hour. That's all I'm saying. I don't know how, like the grid goes down. I starve to death within an hour. I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, I'll be coming from the Wendy's drive
0: through all the lights go off. And I'm like, well, like I die soon. Yeah. Like the, in, in, in like a, uh, Armageddon movie or whatever. Uh, I'm the person that is in the first five minutes of the movie who like gets in a car accident and dies as they're trying to flee the town.
1: That totally have like the lights go out and it's <laughs> like, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I'm dead before the grid is even officially down, before the body is cold on the grid. This is the
1: most, I, I, this is dark. Like, I used to even think, like, when I was, like, Bruins games and stuff, I'd be like, I hope the grid doesn't go down now. There's so many people in here. It's would be so annoying trying to get out of here. Uh, Sean, for some of that conversation, truly had, like, the most... I work with the two dumbest people mm-hmm. in the world. Oh, face. no.
2: The entire time I was just thinking about how vulnerable particularly Texas's grid is because Texas, for some reason, wants to be on their own grid unlike everybody else in the United States. So you are past. my guy for
1: also being a grid-fearing man, but I didn't like that when I saw that you were agreeing with it, I, like, celebrated as you were saying <laughs> the we're Texas's all gonna grid to
2: die. I mean, I'm, I don't generally worry about the grid, although I probably should, but... I'm just saying, like, what was it, two years ago where the entire state of Texas almost froze to yeah, death because yeah. they just don't have a real grid because they're Texas and they do whatever they I, want? I,
1: I've had, like, AJ Soprano, like, disappearances over the grid where I'll just be like, I'm not available. It hasn't happened in a while, but I'll be like, I'm not available for three days. I'm
0: just, like... I'm preparing
1: s- for the grid. No, like, I'm just sitting there thinking about how sad... And, like, tortured I am by the possibility of the grid going down. We are I'm not a survival
2: podcast. I, wanna, no. I, I just want to I, I say, I'm not. But, like, also, if I was in the woods, I could totally find due north. That seems, like, incredible. I just don't even know what that means. Use the sun. Like, if the sun's going down, you know what direction the sun goes. And then you just you have the other four directions from there. And that is due north? No, the sun would be either, what is it? Rise, sun in, the rise west. in the east. That's rise in, in the, the east. That's in the west. So depending on what time of day it is, you could t- generally tell if it's early in the day or late in the day. Okay. I mean, You're not so, supposed to look the sun in the eye,
1: though. That is true. That is true. But you don't uh, look the, at the sun in the eye. You look north in the eye. Trump did it, though. That was badass. Yeah. Remember that?
0: <laughs> it sure was.
1: They were like, everybody wear these glasses today when you look at the sun. And Trump was like, what sun? <laughs> I do This, love this it. is like the last month that we can laugh about Trump, by the way, before it gets scary again. I know. <laughs> I was trying to watch Katie Nolan on Celebrity Jeopardy the other day because I've missed all the uh, episodes. And it was like 7.55. And I was like, oh, right. Katie's episode of Celebrity Jeopardy. I'm going to fucking watch it. And I went to the TV and they kept cutting in to be like, news update. Republicans in...
0: New Hampshire like Donald Trump, but I was like, Ugh, I could fucking tell you that. <laughs> Get out of here. I uh, Shane Gillis is about to become the most pop, most uh, powerful men in the world over like the next twelve months. I also do love that we uh, that I gave you credit for like an exquisite transition and segue. Oh, and wait, then we I'm, just completely
2: veered off yeah, the road. Yeah, uh, <laughs> shout out Chris uh, Diehard from PHNX. I completely forgot to mention the generator in the basement of the building oh, that the, yeah. ki- the PHX is based in exploded last night, set on fire. The ambulance came, or not the the fire department came. They couldn't go back in the building, so they they didn't get to do their show last night. The entire, the grid went down in just one specific part of downtown Phoenix.
0: Wow. Don't have a real NHL arena. Don't have a real all-city studio. You hate to see it. Was anybody hurt?
1: Did anyone die within the hour? Not that I know of. I think... I would need to know really quickly that, like, it was going to
2: be okay. I would. <laughs> no. So just, yeah, my body I, would, like, instinctively I die. Think, I think what had happened was it was, like, in the basement of the building where the parking garage is. So, I think people were concerned about their cars, but there was no one down there. It just shut the power off, and then they had to leave the building and they like, what's going on? Yeah. I bet that that was all happening so fast. It was mm-hmm. also happening in the midst of the Arizona Coyotes getting their ass kicked by the Florida Panthers. So, they were, like, damn. Of, like, jogging. physically as well. They were. Yes. <laughs>
0: what's that last comment in the chat? Whatever you boys do, whatever you lads do, don't Google what? Load shedding. Load shedding. This is I horrible. mean, I will, I'll do that and please, I'll get back to you. Yeah, please, please Google that. Uh, in uh, the meantime, can we yeah. talk about Nathan McKinnon? I'm going to do it on a private browser because I'm <laughs> scared. <laughs> yeah, no. load shedding seems like it could be, could go in one of two directions.
1: No, we're, we're going to talk about how hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner, the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can be at five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. I'm probably going to jump tonight on Oilers 60-minute line. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll even wait to see if Chicago can take a 1-0 lead on them. They could be very disruptory. Who knows? But what I've been into lately is when the Oilers fall behind in these games, which they do, I jump on them to win in regulation. And they end up doing it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code WHATCHAOS. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code What Chaos? The crown is yours. Here we go. Wait, let's do it. We got a timer. Okay. All right. I'm gonna really.
0: What was my time last time? Was uh, like, f- forty one something. Because I think you said you you believe that you could get it down to thirty nine.
1: That was a practice run. You know? I think it was like forty seven or something. Okay, it's crazy.
0: All right. Wait, hold on. Let me fire this up. Ready, set, go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit
1: wwwone gamblernet New York. Call eight seven seven eight hope new york or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for gambling problem. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire in 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible game resources. NHL and the NHL shield or registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright 2024 NHL. All rights reserved.
2: Damn. I got 34.20. <sighs> I got 34.5. So. so right there. It's about 34. seconds. That, there you go. <laughs> you
0: Do you think that you could ever get sub 30? That's... Yeah. You think so? But that would be is like, a new goal. That would be like rap God. Like <laughs> uh, some- <laughs> by the
1: way, that one isn't impressive. I don't think that rap God is impressive. I think that uh, look at
0: me now is impressive. Yes. Agreed. I think I think both are impressive.
1: Yeah, but look at but Rap God and you can hear it is just like very edited and mm-hmm. clean and perfect and quantized and fixed. Busta just went in and yeah. was like, I'm not going to say one word of it, but like,
0: <gasps> and I got to taste it. The real the it. real superstar of is Twista. Twista was so wow. man, yeah, a, Twista went a long Nathan time. McKinnon mode. I love me some. Pots and pans banging everywhere when Twista rapped. I
1: love me some overnight celebrity. Oh, yeah. That was the good stuff. Well, Nathan McKinnon scored four goals and added a helper last night. He's got 30 goals, which is tied for fourth in the league. He leads the league with 52 helpers and 82 points. He's on pace for over 100 points because he's on pace for over 120 points because he's on pace for 140 points. The man is out of his mind, and last night there were hats flying, there were thongs flying, people were throwing ass. It was really a scene. It was. This was scene. on the road. No, I'm kidding. It was, that
0: would have been incredible. We had bras. People just throwing ass. Like. We had bras on the ice.
2: Songs on the ice. Um, she'll get brought up later for a different reason, but DNVR's Megan Angley set pointed out that that bra is like a forty dollar Victoria's Secret bra. Mm-hmm. So the the girls were were I forget exactly how she phrased it, but the the women were were feeling it last night.
0: The girls were, were the girlies were were feral for Nathan. Apparently, whoa well, for Nathan McKinnon's performance last night. Uh, I have arrived finally, officially at it is Nathan McKinnon's year. MVP he is the best player in the world this year it's uh, I mean no disrespect to Connor McDavid who I have money on to win the heart because unbelievable odds when the Oilers were were struggling Nathan McKinnon has been outrageous this year and uh, yeah what a legend Uh, he has finished inside the the heart top five four times he's been a runner-up twice always the bridesmaid Never the bride. this year he's on pace for 51 goals, 89 points, 140. Uh, 51 goals, 89 assists, 140 points. He's playing over 23 minutes a night. He's doing it like almost every single night. He has seven game winning goals. Uh, the, the, the staggering stats here, like if you look under the hood, the staggering stats, the avalanche are outscoring opponents 115 to 55 with McKinnon on the ice at all strengths. And Those are some crazy games. That's right. Winning games one hundred fifteen to fifty five. The These are averages. That's right. It's the median. Uh, his expected goals rate is eighty six point six five percent, which is first in the entire NHL and like pri- by a pretty wide margin. So like McKinnon is having one of the more dominant seasons, like almost on par with the dominance that we've seen from McDavid in years past, where you're like, this guy's just playing in a different league. That's Nathan McKinnon this year, and it makes me so happy. Two things. Feed me the piss jersey. Two things. You didn't get good odds on McDavid. Uh, Like, relatively, like, plus 350
1: or something. Okay, that's pretty good. But, like, Vegas never gave up on the Oilers, which was annoying because I was looking at my futures, like, a few weeks ago. I think I told you, like, I was looking at my futures. I was like, I never jumped on the Oilers. And then I remembered, like, the odds didn't change
0: drastically. Vegas was, like... You guys are dumb. You're gonna take them no matter what. Like and plus three fifty obviously isn't amazing for a guy to win MVP, but when it's but like when it's McDavid, that is relatively that is as good as you're probably gonna get for a little bit.
1: I think that what makes McKinnon the heart winner is he not only leads the NHL in points, but he's the only guy in the top four or five who is a center. It's all like all the points leaders this year are wings. It's Posterdock, it's Rantanen. It's Kucherov. It's who else is on? I mean. Panarin. Panarin. Nylander. JT Miller. So JT Miller is the. Let's see. How many guys in. So let's go top 10. McKinnon. Center, obviously. Mm. Kucherov. Pasternak. Rantanen. JT Miller. Center. Panarin. Nylander. Pedersen. Center. McDavid. Center. That's interesting. That's like.
0: it's pretty out of the norm.
1: I yeah, would say. It's d- d- generally a lot of scoring centers because they have a million assists. But yeah, like I don't think, shout out David Posternak, he would not be. Uh, he'd be. I think like a guy like Posternak is like a, gets like a fourth, fifth, of that type of situation. The only person I think is running away with it is McKinnon.
0: Yeah, baby. McKinnon, uh, I-, I cannot wait to get my hands on that piss jersey. But like McKinnon has been due for an MVP win for quite some time now. It's just like, it's unfortunate that he's, he, it seems like he's always playing behind somebody who is like out of their mind, whether Mm -hmm. it's McDavid, it's usually McDavid, but this is his year. I've arrived like give him the heart. Now, you know what? I regret
1: speaking of giving, giving up my vote on all these awards.
0: I would have liked it. If you actively give, Did you give it up or did it, was it taken from you? I gave it up really i didn't want to pay the fees anymore how much is it per year
1: not a lot oh really yeah but i was just like not actively i have a thing about like covering hockey versus like be like with no disrespect like none of us should vote for the the awards i don't think so sean you think you should vote for the awards yeah Actually
0: I, I'm going so mad maybe it's like, a dated
1: thing. Uka think Pekka, vote Luka, for and the and I would
0: say I I would say that I watch more hockey than a lot of people. So
1: that's the thing like I was going to say like unless you cover it but then like what is covering it really I guess covering it means that you're forced to watch it. But, but like I covered it and I was forced to watch every Bruins game. That's what I was going to say is, uh, I feel like a lot of d- people Pete don't. hasn't mm-hmm. and he has definitely watched more games a season than I have. Like I probably, in watching, in covering a team, I probably watched like 120 hockey games a year. Like the 82 I had to and then 41 on odds night. You, that whole time you were watching like three or four games a night. Yeah. You're probably watching like
0: 600 games a year. So... I'm changing my thing. We yeah, well, should have a vote. Yeah, like, so uh, when I think about the people that have votes, like most of them, uh, not most of them, that's probably unfair, but a lot of them probably only watch their team. Right. The team that they're, they're forced to cover, and then, like, maybe, like you said, some, some odd games here and there. And, like, that. you can tell, like, reflective in the voting, how biased people are towards their own teams and the guys that they watch every night. So, like, I, in that scheme of things, like, I think that we should have a vote. Plus, like... I know of a prominent media personality who was offered a vote, and his uh, his response was, "No, thank you. I don't watch the games." Really? Yes. I have a friend who was
1: offered a vote in their first year covering the NHL, and they said, "Like, hey, if it's all the same, I'd like to like earn it." Really? I said. What a fucking legend. That's, That's awesome. so cool because there's nothing sports writers like more than talking about themselves and being like, "Hey, I do <laughs> I'm this, important. I get to do this, yeah. I'm important." Uh so when I found that out, my respect for this person, which was already high, uh it was like the opposite of Johnny Sack. You know, my estimation of Johnny John Sacramento is a man just fucking plummeted. <laughs> You've been like on a big Sopranos kick, huh? Huge Sopranos kick. Good for you. Huge, huge, huge Sopranos kick. Uh, Another thing with the, yeah, so I changed that by the way. I should, maybe I shouldn't have had a vote in the first place, but now I should. Mm -hmm. I was going to say I should have held on to it all those years when I wasn't exclusively doing hockey and then we could have one now and people would be able to tell it was us. It'd be like, who gave Zach Heim in a first place MVP vote? Who gave, uh, no, you know what? Like my, uh, our ballot would be like first place heart vote went to Alexander Georgiev as a shit post (laughs) because we can't vote for Vezina. And then just like a bunch of asshole votes. I think it would be very nice. Uh, Speaking of Alexander Georgiev, Jared Bednar told the biggest fucking lie of his life yesterday. Everybody was very excited. Uh, he said that, uh, let me see. Uh, we don't have like the full quote, but uh, Megan Angley, who covers the avalanche for All-City, said Bednar said that Alexander Georgiev deserves to go to the All-Star game. said that Georgiev has faced a lot of criticism and ups and downs, but their place in the standings is thanks in part to Georgiev and his dedication I get why you say that as a coach because you want to be nice to your player, but that's the biggest fucking lie in the world. And I saw some people agreeing with that sentiment, and it's so fucking wrong. He's 32nd in the league in goals against. He is tied for 42nd in the league in save percentage. If you're not one of the 32 best goalies, not only are you not an all-star, you're not fucking good. And Georgiev has not been very good this season.
0: I don't don't really like giving credit to workhorse, workhorse goalies who aren't really getting the results. Like you don't get credit just for being played a lot. It happens a lot when you talk about the Vezina discussion at the end of the year where it's like, okay, I specifically go back to the year where, um, where Connor Hellebuck won over Tuka Rask and his numbers were like just slightly worse, but he, he played a lot more. And in that case, I can give, give credit to it because He's playing a ton, and he's still playing really, really well behind a bad defense. In the case of Georgiev, like, he's playing a ton. He's not playing really well. And the team in front of him, on most nights, is pretty good. And, like, he... He doesn't get credit just for showing up and doing his job. So
1: when you have... I think what you're saying is when you have comparable stats, the tiebreakers can be... Correct. Is your team good? Do you play a lot? Georgiev, if he had good stats, would have the tiebreaker over better goalies, but he doesn't have good stats. And it's that's su- the most important...
0: just sub 900. It would be
1: honestly like saying, oh, uh, like the Sharks have... Uh, fewer or have more regulation and overtime wins than this other team that has, like, way more points than them or something mm. like that. And, like, using some tiebreak or, like, head-to-head, this bad team has this over another team. It's like, well, that doesn't matter because the other team is better and you first determine yeah. it by which one is good and which one is bad. And <laughs> I hate that this... There's now multiple times where we've had to be, like, Georgiev is a good. Yeah, I don't want to dump on this guy. Like, I, yeah. I, I,
0: I don't want to be, like, we wouldn't Ale- another Georgiev sucks. Fuck this guy. Like, I, I think that Georgiev is a pretty good goalie, and I think that the Avalanche need to give him help. But we're being forced into, into a position to be, like, why is everybody going nuts over this guy? Why is he an all-star? Why is Jared Bednar, like, I, I well, I guess I can understand Jared Bednar. Like, that's his guy. Gotta lie. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's, it's chill out with the Georgiev stuff. It reminds me of like, when we went to MSG, there's a banner at MSG right now with like Harry Styles, most consecutive shows played. It's like 16 straight shows is okay. Why does he get a banner for that? How good were the shows? How good of a show did he put on? How long did he play? You don't get credit. You don't get a banner just for showing up to work for 16 straight days keep talking for 10 more seconds because i'm about to blow your mind is it the are you going to is this going to be a billy joel thing absolutely it's going yeah. to be a billy I joel i know i know that billy joel had like the record or whatever but so i'm looking up you said like how were the
1: shows what did he do uh i think that what is impressive about that is he sold out or presumably sold enough tickets to book madison square garden 16, 16 times yeah. uh when harry styles played madison square garden He played 19 songs. When Billy Joel plays Madison Square Garden, he plays 35 songs. And folks, the Billy Joel songs are a lot better. Although Harry Styles does have some good songs. Like, I can't imagine Harry Styles is busting out Don't Ask Me Why and moving out and sometimes a fantasy. She's always a woman. I could go on and on and on. Billy Joel greater than Harry Styles, greater than
0: Alexander Georgiev. <laughs> uh, we've never talked about this, but uh, while we're on the topic of Jared Bednar, one of the most handsome coaches in the NHL.
1: Yes, but also Alexander Georgiev, a handsome guy. I like his general look. He looks like he do a leather jacket well. He's got like the kind of <laughs> flat, not voluminous, long hair.
0: Maybe he can do that at the All-Star Game, and that will distract everybody from wondering why he's there
1: we should go around at the all-star game and be like isn't it good to see alexander georgiev here because he's good and he deserves to be here right and just be those reporters that are like everyone's saying that like he's not good but he's fucking good right And then it's just like a super cut of guys being like, oh yeah, he's a really good player. He's got a really good team. He's got great attitude. That's what you want. You always want a good goalie back there. And I'm sure those guys feel really comfortable playing in front of him. Being like, "Uh, yeah, we rest our fucking case. Okay? (laughs) Georgiev's really good. Uh, Not the best goaltender in the league, though. That would go to Ilya Samsonov.
3: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform
1: because that motherfucker is back.
0: You know this? Yeah, I
3: did know didn't
0: that. Yesterday. I, I didn't until last I mean, he's back. The clip of uh Samsonov making like four saves in a row on a 2 on o and it takes 40 seconds for a Maple Leafs player to show up in frame was incredible. Who is that against? Was that against the Jets? It was against the Jets. Yeah, yeah. That was a like, so, like, 2 like, on That or two was on one none. of the, the most funny clips that I've seen this season where it's just a 2 on 0 against Samsonov uh and they have 19 chances to score a goal they don't great saves but absolutely no help that's a real what the fuck are you doing you stupid idiots to the entire Maple Leafs roster
1: Jets or I'm sorry the uh Maple Leafs and Samsonov beat the Jets one nothing in overtime a one nothing shutout win over the Jets who you know what they've been doing lately Suck an ass. The Jets fucking suck. They are on a uh, two game fucking falling off of a mountain is what they are. They on. gave up one goal. They are plummeting to they are racing down the standings, and I don't see this skid ending anytime soon. The Jets are in big trouble, and Drew Doughty is gonna start calling out guys <laughs> on the Jets. He's gonna be like, At least we're not the fucking Jets. And then Tom McClellan would be like, Look, we're stupid we're really dumb we're not the fucking Jets (laughs) they're in trouble I think they need Ilya Samsonov to fix their goaltending situation
0: I'm uh, not on on the Ilya Samsonov train just yet you're not doing Samsonov to Winnipeg yeah that's right I uh it is good to see him have his day in the sun because he has had a lot of days in the shade <laughs> to start this season. And that uh, it's guy been tough. is at zero risk of any sort of skin issue or anything. Right. No sun. No sunblock whatsoever. Doesn't need it. Uh, he like he got pretty emotional talking about the, the crowd chanting his name. I think that he was like they, either he was had tears or was on the verge of tears. But it was really good to see that yeah. like, he that guy's been through it. So I I like, even when it's a Maple Leaf, I like when guys who have been at not so much fault of their own. Yeah. And I forget having a tough time.
1: Yeah. And I I forget who it was that put out the thing of like, if the Leafs uh, didn't, if you take away the games where Ilya Samsonov (laughs) played, the Leafs have the best goaltending in the league. It was like, fuck you, man. Like, I know it's like a media thing or whatever, but get out of here. Like, you guys have sucked. He's been really bad, and he's also played more than your other goalies. So, like, this is your problem. Don't make it about him.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm...
1: i Don't distance yourself from him as you literally distance yourself from him because you <laughs> kick him off the team for a little bit.
0: It takes me... It takes a lot for me to, like, sympathize with a Leafs player, but Ilya no, Samsonov is one of those guys.
1: We can sympathize with Ilya Samsonov because he's not... He's not a player the Leafs want. <laughs> so, so we want him to do well and shove it up their ass. Uh, Emilia de Moldenberg, we forgot to bring this up, tweeted at the Maple Leafs saying, Hello, what is the best email to contact you via? Bad sentence. Uh, Thanks so much. She's British. What do you think she, she's. That's right.
0: She tweets better than Ellie Golding. That's true. What do you think she's uh, up to? Who do you think she wants? My best guess would be Nylander. Nylander's had a bit of a like icon and Nealander having a moment kind of phase. Maybe that's ending because he's been cheek since putting that pen to paper, but I don't know who else would you, uh, a or Matthews? Who else? I like, would be that's
1: stunned it. if it was a Maple Leafs player. I think it's a Bieber thing or something about the all-star game or something like trying to get somebody big. Amelia de Boldenberg does not fucking get out of bed for anything less than Paul Meskell these days.
0: Yeah. But why would she reach out to the Maple Leafs directly? no i have no idea how she does her business me either but like that seems like a you go to the maple leafs if you want a maple leafs player like if she was doing an all-star thing go to the nhl if, if,
1: right so obviously like there's a better way to do it right. i'm saying maybe she just doesn't are you saying know, you know how to
0: do her job better than she does no i'm saying that it sounds like it, it sounds, sounds like it.
1: very unlikely that if amelia de makes a piece of content with william Nylander, i will give you
0: a hundred dollars okay no questions asked okay what about what about Austin Matthews? Do I get bo- both of them? I mean, I'm still like leaning
1: $100 if for either one of them. That's it's not what she's
0: doing. She uh, can't well, be. I mean, put your money where your mouth is.
1: If it's like a uh, Beaver and Austin Matthews thing, it, then no, you like, have to give me like $5,000 because no. I'm so fucking right.
0: Just a Maple Leafs player alone. Or, or several Maple Leafs players, no outside. If it's a Maple Leafs player alone and it's not for a Maple Leafs
1: piece of content, because like uh, Sean Evans does stuff, does like Hot Ones things with the Chargers. That's the Chargers being like, hey, we want to be in the Sean Evans business. I understand how the Leafs would be like, Amelia DeMoldenberg make some stuff with us. That's not what this looks right, like. Right, exactly. But if it's... Amelia DeMoldenburg put something out on her channels with, hey, guys, I got William Nylander. I give you $100 because that's not what it can be.
2: Okay. I, I definitely think it's Austin awesome Matthews, A, I B, I definitely think she's going after a Maple Leafs player. So I'm on Pete's side. But this is just an absurd way to do that. Like... To just tweet at the Maple Leaf, so some right. social intern can respond. I was just about like to that, say that, that
0: made no sense. You're to me, crazy if you think that there's a intern running well, at the Maple an intern. Well, not an intern, but
2: like yeah. I'm just saying, like there's going to be some person who definitely does not have the power to get her a Maple Leaf player. Well, I mean, you run it out the chain. I know, but I'm just, I'm. It just doesn't make sense to go. About it's very it that astonishing way. to me. I mean, to me, it's, it's astonishing, astonishing that, to me
0: that she has to go through like a public social channel. She has.
1: I mean, I've done that before, and it's worked, but like. If you can avoid it, like it just means that she right. doesn't know anybody in hockey. <laughs> Crazy, Amanda I uh, Moldenberg. Come Mother on the fan. podcast. Oh, ring, ding, 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 ding. She also tweeted at the NHL asking the same question. What the fuck? I tell you, bitch ass right, dummies. So he, that, I think it's All Star content. It right. could be All Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: that uh, that makes sense. She's trying she's to get at people at the All Star game. Yeah. Okay that that's cool amelia de moldenberg at the all-star game
1: i'd like for us to get amelia de moldenberg absolutely we
0: should uh tweet at her hey what is the
1: best email to contact you via yes let's do that now i'll do it right now please do that right now uh do like word for word same thing yeah just copy put out that same energy be like that we would speak your language all right so that uh, get to the bottom of that pete owes me two thousand dollars tonight
0: the Edmonton Oilers oh wait, before we go, I do want to qu- no, mention quickly Noah Kahan apparently a Maple Leafs fan yeah there was some video
1: where he was on a FaceTime with somebody and they were like you're not a Boston fan right and he was like no but I think he might have just been like grab assing a little bit
0: okay because that would he uh, said he was a Maple Leafs fan okay I hope that he's grab assing because he has he has played the Boston card kind of heavily he lives in, the in last- Watertown right Somebody said that. I don't know if that's actually true, but he made a big deal about like, hey, I'm playing Fenway a couple times, yeah, and like this is a dream come true.
1: I've only heard one song by Noah Kahan,
0: and that song fucking sucks. Stick Season is what it's called? It's stick Season? I like Noah Kahan a lot. I like Stick Season. You, oh. I, I like a lot of Noah Kahan stuff. That is
1: like... That is... It's, it's Taylor Swift fair. It time like 6 1-5-6-4 chord progression. It is boring... It fucking sucks. I'm but not a I've music heard-
0: nerd. I don't know. I have very little going on between these ears, uh, especially when it comes it to music. It doesn't matter. You just got to have this. I'm a very big, like, uh, inside my brain when music turns on, I'm the monkey with the cymbals. And if it sounds
2: cool, if it sounds good, I'm in. Is Matthew. Do it- you see what Matthew's comment here? Not to backtrack a little bit. Tate McRae. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you they, say yeah. Tate? I think I said Bieber, McRae. Oh.
1: If I didn't say McRae, like but that's why like going for like the oh, oh. Th- they're going to be there. I'm shocked that Amelia hasn't gotten Tate McRae yet. Although I could tell you personally, Tate McRae doesn't have time. She has a very busy schedule.
0: Uh I've been told that personally from her people. I have heard that there has been a similar uh line of communication to uh another another uh, NHL media publication who has had uh was thrown a little little bit of like a hey yeah you can definitely gra- get her at some point and then as time has gone on it's been oh nope she's popular now not for you <laughs> are you just saying this happened to somebody else yes. other than us yeah really yeah who is i'm not going to say it uh, right here but like yeah spin chiclets no what other media I'll tell you afterwards Nobody but I'm covers not going to throw out a private line of communication for what, another company. Oh, it's Bleacher Report then. No. What does it matter? They it do, matters. I don't leak I don't leak DMs and conversations. This doesn't sound like Okay, whatever. <laughs> I
1: I I don't want to uh break up your 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 fun thing you got going there with DMing Bleacher Report or who could it be?
0: Is it like Stop American Hockey Magazine? It. No, uh, the Oilers are going for 15 straight tonight. Who's DMing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> they go for 15 straight tonight. They play the Chicago Blackhawks, who are decimated with being the Chicago Blackhawks. They're just, like they're.
0: It's just Connor Bernard is out, and it's the last chance for this to be funny, though. Right, so this is this one does mean a lot because if the Oilers win tonight, there is no rooting for them to fall short of history because if they lose to like the, the National Predators, not funny, too tantalizingly close to, to record territory. This is the last stop on the Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude, yeah. Last stop on the Schadenfreude train. Another way of putting it is
1: Rumpus time ends at <laughs> I like love
0: Rumpus time. I haven't. Yeah, and it's been so long. It's since been a while a since I've time. done a little
1: Rumpus time. But Rumpus time ends at what? US one a.m. tomorrow morning.
0: Correct. Yeah. What time does the game start tonight? Ten, 30? Yeah, 10, 10 thirty. Yeah, but they're doing a birthday
1: celebration <laughs> see, for uh, Jack. <laughs> I have, I need to check to see if Jack interacted with that. Uh, we are going to. So we try to get people to the YouTube. Sub, 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 please. It's very, very important. If we get to 3,000 subs on YouTube by the all-star break, which is, let's say, next Thursday, it's so important that we hit that metric because if we hit that metric, something big happens. And I promise you, it's a big, awesome thing. It's going to be worth everyone's while. They're going to love it. So sub like crazy uh, as a means of trying to drive you folks to the YouTube Again, just youtube.com slash at what chaos show this evening. If the Oilers game gets interesting, we go live on the YouTube. That means like going into the third period, if it's
0: tied or if the Oilers are down, we go live. Or and- if they get their ass kicked in the second period again, like they did against Columbus. Mm. If there's if there is a if the sweat starts to drop, we're going live. Yes, exactly. yes.
1: That's a good it's like the the pornography thing, like you know it when you see it. What? Like if the
0: like oh uh, like what is porn? You yeah, know it when you see it. Right, they say I've like, never you know, heard that before, but that's a good that's pretty nice. It's nice. Pornography it's nice. is pretty P- nice. P- pornography is pretty nice. Uh who's to say? Uh <laughs> if you know it when you feel it. That one's shit. definitely that that soundbite is definitely hitting the uh this week in grab ass. Pornography is pretty
1: nice. We'll go live, but here's my only rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we shut the fuck up if there's any intermission content. Like, we'll talk and screw around during the game. Yeah, we
0: show respect.
1: Right. The game is when we take the break. The real show is intermission when Gene and the boys cook in. Have you noticed, by the way, there's, like, another set that they go to during the intermission? They have, like, two intermission desks. It's a production, man. They've got one where it's Gene and the boys mm-hmm. and they got one where it's like two guys standing and they'll kind of go around the NHL and they'll actually do a little hockey stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time they go, I'm like, no! Put <laughs> Trump off! Turn it off!
0: Like, uh, go back to Gene. I did see um the other night that Bob Stoffer having quite a moment. Yeah. Uh, I saw Ryan Whitney tweet that like the Oilers are like 15 and 2 since Stoffer. Uh, absolutely shook a kid on like on a free skate ice, <laughs> like it was like a six year old kid, and he shimmied him on the ice. Uh, and Stoffer was having the time of his life, and it really turned the vibes around for the Oilers season. Apparently, um,
1: oh my God, I need
0: to see that. Uh, Eric Ripperson in the
1: chat says, if the Oilers fall behind, we're gonna live stream more. <laughs> yes, you heard it, you heard it. We're gonna have AI
0: generate like. Oh, you can't make that joke today of all days. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? Taylor Swift had, like, AI, very inappropriate AI porn splattered all over the internet. Oh, fuck that. That's so fucking weird. See, like, it's a tough day. Like, it it takes a lot for me to sympathize with a Toronto Maple Leafs player. It takes a lot for you to sympathize with Taylor Swift. You know how fucking easy it
1: is to just give Taylor Swift a hard time normally while being (laughs) right and correct? Just be like, hey, like... She's the face of white privilege and she makes mediocre music that is praised as being genius because people think that the only way they can keep jobs in uh, uh, music media is to say, Shaw, snap those uh, fingers for I'm me, buddy. I'm putting my hands
0: out the passenger side window here so that the cops and the chopper that's chasing us right now knows that I'm not complicit in this argument. I
1: actually, I was having the conversation uh, speaking of, now like, I'm really asking for it, but I was having the conversation with a friend yesterday. They posted something. They posted a Hillary Clinton graphic saying uh, like Margot and uh, Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah. You were done, blah, blah. So I responded to it with, where's that energy for Greta Lee Hill? And I voted for Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, ooh, what are you saying? And I said, there was a grave injustice with a woman not being nominated at the Oscars this year. It was a Korean-American woman. Mm -hmm. And I'm not hearing about that. That's right. And that's really upsetting as a white person that like the whites are all gathering around their favorite white that didn't get nominated or whatever and she was like damn like you see all the movies you should put that out there and i said baby uh, what's that past lives yeah love past lives uh and i said i hate myself i do not uh get white women mad at me (laughs) hate myself it's a dangerous place to be right that can be taken the wrong way and i won't do it all i will say (laughs) is i urge people who have not seen past lives to watch past lives and hopefully you will arrive at the fact that uh the biggest snub was indeed a woman and it was an asian
0: woman all the barbie hoopla just has big i've watched one movie this year energy
1: which generally we're okay with, like when people right. get mad about, like, why
0: didn't you? Why didn't
1: this Drake album win? like it, it's like it,
0: I get it, like that's your favorite album, cool, but it, whatever. But it's not. It's not usually this is the most important movie ever kind of argument being made. Yeah, you know, like Barbie is not. Imp- oh, this is dangerous. Barbie is not that important. Oh no, it is. So I disagree with that.
1: I think like a lot of young people hear America Ferreira's Tumblr speech, and like that's their first time. They've ever heard that put that succinctly. I think to an adult, it's like, Obviously. yes, I hope everybody understands yeah. that. And if they're okay, sure. Like for, for, I think, I think
0: and I like Barbie. I like Barbie a lot, but it is not like the, the important piece of co- we need like to commentary make a super that cut. a lot of people are making it out to be. Sean, it's been done better so many more times. Don't make the show tweet.
1: Like we talk about what's wrong with the Kings. <laughs> and it's both of us being like,
0: Let's piss off our family. (laughs) I like Barbie a lot, but it's a comedy. It's a dumb comedy for like 80% of the movie. And then there's one scene where there's like a good monologue.
1: Oh, Julie, my girl says the only Oscar snub I care about is uh, theater camp not getting any song noms. Sean, you see, no, you didn't see theater camp because I was all over you to watch it. Theater camp
0: was like... Top five favorite movie of the last year. Theater Camp was very funny. Very fun. Not top five favorite. Uh, It's like probably in my top 15. Who's the guy? The the guy
1: from All of Us Strangers, I thought, was like, quote unquote, snubbed. But no guy could be snubbed this year because, like, best actor Mm -hmm. was just good fucking luck. But, man, uh, folks, Pete and I will do a brunch episode soon on a bunch of things uh, on which we need to catch up. But I will say, if you want to watch some movies and especially i'll give you some look at me i'm gonna ally and uh give a bunch of uh female-led movies because those are my favorite not to brag uh poor things anatomy of a fall Mm -hmm. uh you were a big past lives guy yeah you were like a a plus on past lives yeah like like
0: one a one b favorite movie of the year kind of situation
1: yeah i was like a minus e on past lives really really good just like a it makes it you touch your heart with both hands, mm-hmm. kind of movie. Uh, those are the th- those are three that I would say like get out there because those those are ones the that holdovers possibly- too.
0: If you haven't seen the hold- holdovers yet, incredible holdovers, amazing. A warm uh, hug. That movie is a warm hug.
1: I really wanted a best picture nomination for Godzilla minus one. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm so excited to see it.
0: Like incredible all right
1: we want to just go to the movies let's spin the wheel
0: (laughs) let's spin the wheel baby. spin
1: that wheel for also just quickly like
0: has, has any any social cause that is backed by hillary clinton is just immediately dead that does suck like it's like not cool anymore pokemon go to the polls everybody did she say that? <laughs> she sure did. She said Pokemon Go to the polls. Pokemon Poles. Go to the polls when Pokemon Go was like...
1: Uh, oh, I was going to say, like I don't even get that. And po- I was Pokemon, a Pokemon. Pokemon Go to the polls. <laughs> like, Pokemon <laughs> Go Oilers. Uh, spin me. Or spin it for Pete. Spin it for me. Let's go. Who a do Pete? I got? You got to do a grab-assy one. All right? No, grab-assy am, answer and I'll do... the
0: hockey guy. Oh, it's Anaheim Ducks. I don't have anything to say about them hockey-wise. So, uh, Anaheim Ducks... Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, the Canucks helmets last night. The Canucks helmets, they did debut the, the chrome blue buckets. Mm. I am not a fan. I'm they, out. At least not with the blue jersey. What? Not with the blue jersey. Oh, it actually, doesn't match. Ooh. It doesn't match on
2: TV. wrong. Like, disagree. It's, it's
0: way lighter than the jersey. Uh, it looks good in pictures. I'll okay. give you that. I didn't looks, watch the game. so It, it looks it, it way looks better in pictures. I, I think that there's a chance that it could work with the away whites. But... I'm out on these with the home jerseys. So All right, that is Pete's I give, I give them take. Cr- I give them credit for trying. My Ducks take is that the Ducks... No, 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 no you already gave a take. You my only
2: du- get one take. Spin, it for, spin it for me. Spin it for me. Sean, if the you the don't spin plan. that within one they
1: second... I- Sean, spin it. Pete already gave his Ducks take. You get one Ducks take a show. Bleep out what he said. Okay. Uh, my lightning take is that I think Nikita Kucherov is going to win... The Hart Trophy. I think that this is uh, his year. Always a bridesmaid, never a bridesmaid. I think that Nikita Kucherov is the best center in the NHL and is going to uh, win the Hart Trophy.
0: Nikita Kucherov, suck on it, go to hell. No heart for you, Nathan McKinnon's year. I think that
1: uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's the center now. Spin the wheel, (laughs) spin the wheel.
0: Who does Sean have? Sean has the
2: Columbus Blue Jackets for the second day in a row. Me, daddy. Just give them. I mean, I don't know what to say. I guess I'll expand on my my canon comments from last night. We've talked about this. They need to get rid of the actual canon. Oh, oh, I think I don't think I've ever said this on the show, but I talked to you. Like, they need to start. They need to boost their presentation a little bit. They need, and it was very good, but they need to, like, have a – like revolutionary war style, like drummer boy, come out and do the Anthem every single time that shit would go hard. And also like, uh, the Patriots, they use muskets. Let's use muskets instead of a giant fucking cannon. It scares me. It scared me. Bring time. guns to the arena. Bring guns to sense. the arena. Yeah.
1: I, am
0: uh, not crazy about that. I do like this. Uh, they do it for the Patriots. I think that, I think that more NHL teams need to have live bands In in attendance, like Utah bad boys, Zach Wild can
2: bring Black Label Society. Last night in L.A., they had a sax anthem, and the dude had like a classic curled mustache and like a tuck. It was crazy, and he killed it. He didn't overdo it. He killed it. I've been to Canucks
1: games where they had a band going, where they're just like, "Hey, and check it out, there's a band over there," and he's like, "Oh." Well,
2: Uh, in Buffalo, the lacrosse team, the Buffalo Bandits, they have a. Bagpipes anthem and that's the guy. Too much. Bagpipes are so annoying. Bagpipes are very annoying. Bagpipes are
0: so annoying. not out pleasant.
2: spotlight on the guy playing the the bagpipes as he walks down the stairs, like from like through the stands. Okay, that's down to cool. the field. I love the spotlight. Is walk. it a field in lacrosse? I Andy like uh, pitch a pitch.
1: I like uh, I like the Utah bagpipes <laughs> and they all come out. It's like and Just your Utah bagpipes and they all come make out like it like
2: Highlander for no we reason. We got
0: some uh, name suggestions for the Utah NHL team yesterday. I saw uh, Soak Lake City, Salt Lake Soakers, Soak City and the Humper Jumpers. So everybody's on board with the Mormon thing. I know you're not. But uh, Soak I'm, City is the hardest nickname for just Soak City? Salt Lake City. Like yeah, that God. should be its nickname. Is Soak, Soak City. City is incredible. God, they need a if team now. Just Soak Soak so we Soak City can make alternate the
1: jokes. jerseys, amazing. What I want to talk about is Sean. You said a little drummer boy playing the anthem. I love the idea of a little boy walking out onto the ice with like one snare drum, and he plays the anthem, and nobody's singing. Right. So he just comes yeah. out. He he plays like the drum part for the national anthem. So he just walks out and goes. Yeah, And he just does a drum roll
0: for like for Two 200 seconds yeah. for Adam <laughs> and then Fantilli walks out. singing the national anthem because he's been healthy scratch by Pascal Vincent that night. Did Adam Fantilli get healthy scratch? No, but it's coming because <laughs> Pascal Vincent just
2: does crazy shit. I think it should be a drum and a bugle with like, no, just make it real revolutionary war.
1: I like the idea of it not being sung or... uh like anything, there's no melody, just the drum part. By the way, uh, ducks take that I have, Bruins game. Oh, we last already had night. one ducks take. Sorry, what's that? We already had a ducks take. I didn't give it. No, you gave your ducks take. I gave several. Pete, I've told you so many fucking times. We each get one duck take a show. You gave a duck take <laughs> about their helmets. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Now. As my f- dad, Mike Felger, says, I talk, you talk. <laughs> you said your piece about the Ducks. Sean said something about the Ducks. I Did I? Now, I, I yes. have something to say about the you Ducks. You shook that ass for the Ducks. Now, I shake that ass for me. My Ducks take is, uh, Todd Angeli, not a very good anthem singer. I was in the house. Oh, fuck tough off. Tough to watch on TV. I was in the house last night for the game. It sounds better. It's the second time I've gone to, uh, th- third time I got to a Bruins game this year. The, it's, it all sounds better when it's all big and all washing together with all the reverb there and everything. Yeah. It's not as distracting in person as it is on TV.
0: It's, it's, I mean... It- you get mad. Breaking down an anthem singer is just insane behavior. Nobody cares about the quality of an anthem. They care about the anthem singer and the hey. anthem ceremony feeding into like the presentation factor and the entertainment value. So like Todd Ang- Angeli and uh, and Renee Rancourt before him were essentially like mascots of the Bruins. And Rene Rancourt, definitely not a very good singer, but nobody cares because he was a beloved part of the community. Same with Todd. And don't slander this man's name. I love him. Okay. You could love Todd.
1: I'm just like the the vibrato's a little out of control. Who cares? Nobody cares. No good. I love. And the, the Leafs used to have this guy. I think they mix it up now. Like. I like when a guy or a gal, the lightning have a good singer who just like walk right in and they're like... She got that sparkly blue lipstick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, any flea, wear whatever flair you want, but like, hey, I've come here to kick some ass with this anthem. Get in, get out. The one thing I like about Todd Angeli, I like a lot of things about Todd Angeli, but my favorite thing about Todd Angeli is much like Renee Rancourt before him, after singing the national anthem... He essentially celebrates as though he scored a goal. That <laughs> yeah. I, I like I did about yeah. we oh, yeah. Tony he does. Like
2: the he Do got Omar. He was like pointing at Allmark, being like, "Let's go!" Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay." You fucking see. You heard it. If I was Allmark, All- if I was Allmark, that would throw me off so much. I would just be like, "What?" You big? can't throw off Allmark. Oh, man. I know. But I, that's why I said, if I was Allmark, I'm not. I'm not built like him. You don't got keto on the back I was, of your mask. I didn't. I did not give a Ducks tape. Take. I just want to say. I've thought about it a lot. If they don't go full blown back to the like duck on in front of the triangle with the the sticks crossed behind it, like oh, yeah. I don't really want it. I don't really like the crest on their current purple jerseys.
0: Oh, so I like the thirtieth anniversary. I think one. it's I think it's it's fine to good, but it's yeah. it's you have a way better exactly option. So that was my uh, ducks take. The, uh, someone said the Kings have a marching band in the
1: arena. I like the idea of it always going around the concourse. No, the Just Kings. Like, the Kings should never lean seen into them. like
2: full blown British. I've royalty. Been, I've yeah. been to
1: Kings games. Never. I don't seen. remember
0: seeing a marching band. Okay, but well, I did go to the uh, the uh, the Stadium Series game in Carolina at NC State. They had like the NC State marching band or whatever hard. band, and it was. Awesome, that which is, is I can appreciate why I want college, more of Australia. that stuff in the NHL. So. Uh,
1: speaking of stadium series, Sean and I are deciding. Pete's gonna go to the stadium series. Sean and I are deciding. Should we go to? I truly don't know the answer to that. And a lot of decisions with the show, we have to we make with conviction. Bang, make the decision. All right, now plan. This is the first thing we've thought about.
2: Where I've been like, I need a couple of days to think about. It. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know we were really thinking about it. Yeah, uh, Do you, you want to clo- go? It's
0: close enough to consider. Like, it's, when is yeah, it in just New like, York?
2: Yeah, when is it?
0: It is February 17th. like eighteenth, seventeenth, and seventeenth and eighteenth.
1: Right, seventeenth is the good one. Seventeen yeah. has oh, the Jonas Brothers.
0: <laughs> I didn't understand a word you just said. Oh, okay. The Jonas Brothers, the Jonas Brothers. I'm hot. That's we're going to the Jonas
2: Brothers concert, and there's also a hockey game after. That would be hard. I, I listen, unironically, love the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, they have bangers. And we have enough time
1: to make Jonas Brothers NHL
2: merch that True. we should wear there. Oh, well, Stacy said it was a drum line, not a marching band. Drumline. Yeah. Ooh. I can appreciate a good drumline. Nick line. Cannon can't read music. Uh, I do. Can, can he
1: not?
0: Not in drumline. Oh, who, I mean, reading That's music is not super important. But clearly, he was awesome in drumline. I think. I, I think that uh, things
1: like reading music, especially like that, that, can only encumber you. I think that. Uh, uh, a lot of the great music makers are unencumbered by the idea of rules and this is how it should go. So some of the greats don't read music, don't even know music theory, it's wild. Uh, Tonight, Blackhawks, Oilers, Oilers go! For 15 in a row. I can't believe it, but I can. And if anything is funny and afoot, we'll be on Twitter and such. But if anything is afoot, we will go live here on the What Chaos YouTube. It's youtube.com slash at what chaos. Please subscribe at what chaos show. We'll post something on Twitter reminding you guys to subscribe. We're also trying to get pretty good about uh, Instagram and TikTok reminders and such. But anything you can do, jump on there. And enjoy our content because Sean has organized it very nice. We will talk to you either next week where we've got some big stuff coming or later tonight. Goodbye.